Welcome to Knights of the Video Game Table Podcast, episode 81, Vacation Planet. When Frank needs a vacation, he's getting the hell off this planet. April 5th, 2012. Thank you for joining us once again for our podcast. How's everyone doing yeah. tonight? I'm uh, fine. As you can tell, Jeremy's back uh, talking again. Apparently, that cold finally decided to leave him. Well, you know what it was, Patrick? I got so many complaints that you were hosting it that I, yeah. had, I had to get back at 100% this week. Okay. <laughs> and you tried out a, a Tylenol, and then everything was fine. Yeah. He's like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> There's these things called Tylenol that helped you out? It was even child Tylenol. It was crazy. This was effective. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, this week, obviously, we have with me, uh, Frank. Hello. And Patrick. What'd it do? And yeah, I am your host, Jeremy. Yeah. Um, let's see, podcast news this week, uh, well, <clears throat> we'll talk about it a little more in, later in the show, but I, I want to thank everyone who, uh, voted for this week's verses. We got, uh, actually a lot more, um, submissions than, than I expected, and we're actually, because of some, um, Last-minute voters, we're actually going to be running it, although it doesn't matter to the listeners, but we're running it through the break, and we'll have our official results right after the break. Um, I thought we were going to wait till another week. No, no, we, we got way more than we thought we would, so it's more than enough to determine a winner. Oh. Um, well, yeah. So, yeah, that's it for really for podcast news. Um, yeah, so let's get right into what we've been playing. And I have played about approximately 10 minutes of video games this week. And it's um, just Radiant Historia. I literally... Did just, uh, sorry, did you just you know turn it on and look at it and then just decide to just it turn was, it off? And then it, that was your, your 10 minutes. It was basically like that. So I had a power outage uh, on whatever day that was. And I had no phone, no power, and no car. So I'm sitting here like, okay, what am I going to do? And I'm trying to think, and then so like... Then you turn on your Xbox. Yeah, but the power didn't work, so... <laughs> no, so I'm, I'm sitting here, and I have my DS, so I turn on the DS, and um, so I played it, I, I went and talked, like advanced the story, one conversation, and then I was like, man, this is boring, I don't feel like playing this, so I went back to the same save spot, saved it, and turned it off. And then, wow. yeah, that was that's the only video game I played this week, it's been a... Yeah, I was busy. I was I was out of uh on Sunday I was gone. Saturday the power was out for like 4 hours. And yeah, I'm busy trying to get a job. Which reminds me, I do have a uh interview with a um So Frank, what have you been playing? Hey. You know what? Forget you. What have you been playing, Frank? <laughs> um I've been playing a well actually I played quite a bit of uh, Mass Effect 3. I uh, actually I finished it. Um, I mean, you know, I don't want to give away any of the plot and stuff. I mean, overall, I like the game a lot. Uh, I'm kind of seeing, I kind of understand a bit of some of the riff with the ending. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, overall, I, I can't complain. And, and even then, like, to some extent with, with the ending, like how, you know, there's, like, complaints and whatnot. I mean, it's the end of the game. I mean, I wasn't 
it's not going to affect the next game. Seriously. I mean, I mean they'll have, you know, I, I, won't, I'm, I wouldn't be, you know, of course they're going to set up other games. and. Well, they've already stuff, announced that they're making other games uh, yeah, in the universe. And there's so much of the game. I mean, there's such there's so many different, like, people and groups and everything in the game. You could make hundreds of games, you know, based off the timeline that's occurred so far to where, like, the ending wouldn't even matter in any of those other games. Yeah. And then they could just do the Star Wars thing, and you know, like, or you know, the, this other game took place, you know, eight thousand years before <laughs> Mass Effect One, you know, yeah, uh, or just whatever. Or, well, actually, no, that would be kind of dumb because then it would just be in like the what twelve hundreds or thirteen hundreds. That's or true. Yeah, yeah, it would have to <laughs> but, be. Um, after, but still, but you know, what I mean, like, uh, they could go, they could jump all over the place. So I mean, you know, literally, it could have been where like the the end of the game came. I was like, hey, and, uh, you know. And uh, now we're going to stop the Reapers and stuff. Like, okay. And then just show a black screen at the end, you know. And yeah, then... it, it could have been. Actually, people said um, – funny about that. People said that uh, without, without giving away any spoilers, uh, the scene before the ending, if it had just ended there and um, they had not continued, that people would actually have been satisfied with the ending. So taking away the actual ending, people would have said they would have been satisfied. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, you know, like you're saying, it's just – uh, it's not like I was expecting a Mass Effect Four, so it's not where it's gonna be yeah. for the next one. I mean, you know, whatever kind of change of the story they did in the ending, it's not gonna affect it. And um, and what it comes down to is they didn't have to make an ending that was dynamic. They didn't have to make uh, you have one final choice. I mean, yeah, sure, that's how the whole whole series been set up. But if they they could have made a static ending that yeah. was a twenty minute cutscene. If they wanted, I mean, you know, I mean, right before the war, when, uh, when, uh, like, uh, you know, what is it, like the last couple hours, the last four hours, or whatever the game, like, or whatever, like, whenever they were deciding to attack the Reapers or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, Shepard could have just been like, you know what? Why am I gathering this army? You know what? Screw you guys and just leave. And <laughs> that's the end of the game. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> it would have been just hella stupid. No, no, whatever, you know. Shepard just found a vacation planet and just left and said, "Screw this." Vacation planet. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna take it's gonna take all the enemies long to get here, so I'll just chill by myself. But um, I mean, but yeah, overall, I mean, I like the whole game. Uh, looking forward to, of course, you know, if they have uh, add-ons. I'm actually gonna I plan on redoing the game with the Prothean uh, DLC that I didn't do the last time. Well, you know what's kind of crazy about that is, uh, you know, I, I had the DLC and everything. Um, it happened to be the first, once I get into space, it happened to be the first mission I did. I didn't even know it was a DLC mission. Yeah. I just thought, oh, cool, you know, I'm getting a Prothean. And then all, all of a sudden I started reading about how people are mad because, you know, the DLC's on the disc and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even realize it was a part, it was the special yeah. DLC. Yeah, but, so I mean, yeah, so yeah. I- I mean, it's probably, like, from what I hear, it's not too long. and But uh, I just want to do it just for to do it. And, and the character's thinking, good, too. Yeah, and what I'm thinking is uh, on my first run-through of this one, um, like I've done with all the other Mass Effects, I, was, I just went good all of them. Uh-huh. So I'm thinking of just, you know, just be mean at every single, you know, opportunity just for the dialogue and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll also have a second playthrough, but uh, I was probably going to wait until... Um, all the DLC comes out, or at least some of, at least a good majority of it. Yeah, and and I'm also even debating going back to one and two. Um, yeah, because I, I, I 
Go ahead. Uh, well, I was just saying, like, I always kept telling myself I was going to try, like, a second playthrough, but, like, <laughs> one and two, I never actually played more than once. Like, I, I beat one and two, and then I just stopped. Yeah. I never really ran through those games again. Yeah, if I, if I do that, it'll be on PC for me. Yeah. But I, I did beat two twice, um, which I'm glad I did because, uh, you know, I played it differently and everything. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, in one and two, I was always good, and then I saved everyone, like, possible. Except yeah. for I think, the first guy, like, one of the K- Kalenko or something. Oh, okay. That guy always bugged you, huh? So you're like, fuck him, he can die. <laughs> no, it was like the the first character, like the second or third character in the whole like Mass Effect 1. Uh-huh. And he's like your sidekick and he's like, you know, um, he says something like, oh, I'll, like, uh, I'll like, never I'll let hold. go. He said something yeah. like, I'll hold him off, just go ahead or something. And I was like, and I think he gets shot and you could pick to help him, but I just didn't pick to help him. But so I didn't think it was a. He wasn't in your Mass Effect 3 at all then, huh? Nah. And, or oh, 2. Wow. Wow. Like he died like in the first couple minutes of the game. You know what I'm talking about, right? I don't I don't know how to pronounce his name, but yeah, I know who you're talking about. Wait a minute, and, and he died in the first couple minutes of d- three. A Mass Effect one. Oh, Mass Effect one. My bad. I thought you meant Mass Effect two. I was like, I don't remember him in that. Yeah, it's one of the guys. I forgot. I don't. Because I, 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 I completely because I completely forgot him because literally he died in like the first five minutes of my game or the first hour. Yeah. Then I was reading that he's in number two, and I was like, what? Like I didn't. I thought he. I thought he was supposed to die. I thought that yeah. was the No, that's 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 crazy. I didn't even know about that. But uh, anyway, um, I'm thinking of just going through the second time, and like I said, just be mean and let everyone that could possibly die die. Yeah, I heard that's really fun uh, to do uh, in Mass Effect Two, and then yeah. you just but you just got to turn it on like the easiest setting because uh, the ending yeah. is pretty much almost impossible if you do that. So you have yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's like I can't let I was like concerned that I can't let too many people die because I was like, well then I can't, you know. Finish. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. Anyway, I mean, I, I finished uh, Mass Effect three. Like the game overall. Looking forward for more. Cool. Um, besides that, I've just been playing Madden twelve still. Um, getting hyped for uh, next season. I added um, what is it, Robert Griffin and uh, Andrew Luck <laughs> <laughs> to, to the roster because you could like create a character. So, I made like a decent passing guy, and that was like Andrew Luck, and then a scrambling type uh, quarterback for Robert Griffin, and put their. It's pretty cool. You put their heights and you know schools and everything. So, and I put them on the the teams that they're looking to be uh, drafted on. So it worked out pretty good. And like, I don't know. So I just been playing that. <laughs> Who you put RG three on? Uh, the Redskins. Redskins. Because I, I it, it's kind of looking like the Colts are going to get. Andrew Luck, and then... Well, they'll have the number one pick, so... Yeah. I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't pick him up since they just got rid of their quarterback. Well, <laughs> they're saying they, they might get... They're saying that they're they're still looking at both of them, but I think they're almost doing that because every team, like, always doesn't want other teams to know what they're going to do. Just in case, you know, some kind of trade or some weird thing happens, they always want it to make it seem like, you know... But everyone yeah. assumes that... But, I mean, if you have the number one pick, you really... It don't really matter. You, you have... Anybody can make any kind of trades or whatever they want. If you have the number one pick, you get the deciding factor of who gets, you know. Yeah, but I mean, they just, they always try to keep their hide their cards. It, it I mean, it's it's it gets kind of silly because there's a bunch of times where it was 
completely clear who was going to get who. And, like, even with Cam Newton, like, the Panthers still try to say that they're looking at other quarterbacks, like, a couple days before. But it was like, no, you guys aren't. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, yeah, so I put, you know, luck on uh, the Colts, and then I got the Reds, put uh, Griffin on the Redskins. But, um, just been playing that and, you know, updating the roster and just having fun with that. But that's all I've really been on. Okay, cool. well, cool. Yeah, how about you, Pat? Uh, well, apparently I've been playing this game called Verbal Abuser the Game. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that when I went to go put my games out. I was like, who the hell put that? <laughs> it was like, Jeremy, did you put that? I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, Gears of War 3, been playing a lot of the d- new DLC, um, the Forces of Nature pack. Um, uh, still uh, ch- chugging through Bioshock. And then I started my, uh, since I finished Jacinto's Recent Remnant, I started um, Gears of War, Anvil's Gate, the final book. Cool, cool. uh, Or the third book that came out. I think I heard there might be another one, but but yeah, so I only got a couple pages into that one. Oh, yeah. But that's all I've been doing. Yeah, I keep forgetting to write down the books I've been reading, but you know, I'm just still in the Earthsea trilogy. Um. So what, Patrick? What's coming out? This week? Uh, well, coming out for the week of uh, April eighth to April fourteenth, you got uh, Phantom Breaker for three sixty. There's really nothing coming out, so I just kind of threw some stuff in here. Yeah. Skull Girls for the XBLA. Okay. And Spirit Camera, the cursed um, memoir for the 3DS. All right. And uh, so, yeah, that's it for what's coming out. So you got uh, release date updates. We have Ghost Recon Future Soldier Beta will start April 19th. All right. Um, That was a really short first half. Well, but uh, yeah, we don't really have too many news stories, so I guess we will take a break. Um, Yeah, we'll be back in a minute. Right, we're back from our break, and we're going to get into news stories this week. Not too too many news stories, nothing really big, but um, you know we're going to talk about them anyway. First one up is a new Double Dragon game coming. Um, I guess I was reading about it, and this is um, there's been a couple dungeon or dungeon dragon uh, double <laughs> games in the works, and have all been canceled over the last you know I don't know five ten years. So uh, the fact that this one's basically ready to come out. Um, is is pretty big news for for the series. It's going to be done by Wayforward Company. You know, is this going to be a brand new? Yes. 
Uh, okay, is it a brand new one or is it like a remake of one of the other ones? Okay. Uh, I don't know. Like storyline wise, I don't know, but I didn't really think there was much storyline in the games back in the day. I don't know. Yeah, there was. <laughs> Just fucking throw them motherfucking fists and feet and not get hit with the chick with the whip. Uh, I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a remake or a. Yeah, that got me kind of emotional right there. That storyline <laughs> brought back a lot of memories. I don't think it's a remaster or anything like that, though. It's 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 built from the ground up. Um, it's for Xbox Live and uh, Arcade and PSN Network. Um, like I said, it's for, by a company called Way Forward, uh, who has done games such as Justice League Heroes on the DS, Silent Hill Book of Memories, and um, a little game called Barbie and the Magic Pegasus. Damn, that game? They came up with that yeah, I mean, piece of crap? No, actually, what's funny about it is they're actually really, uh, well, they're, they've done a lot of games. Um, a lot of them have been, you know, your kids' DS games, but they actually go back um, as far as, like, the Game Boy and Game Boy Color and stuff. So, you know, it, it's a company, the game seems to be in good hands. Um, uh, it's coming out in summer, and the... The, pe- the way forward describes it as if GTA Vice City threw up on Big Trouble in Little China. That's uh, the the visual the vis- the visuals of the game. It takes place in the eighties, so eighties was awesome. Yeah, I don't. So you know, it it looks pretty cool. I only saw one screenshot. It, it looked pretty cool. It looked a lot like um, the old games. It actually looked a lot like uh, Final Fight, if you can kind of imagine a high res version of Final Fight. Cool, cool. Um, well, sex offenders will be banned from online gaming. I saw this story um, in New York. Uh, they got together. Um, the um, What's it called? Microsoft, Sony, Blizzard, Electronic Arts, Warner Brothers, Disney, and Apple all got together in... in um, and they came up with the that uh, they'll make sure that there's no, there be no sex offenders online. So I guess they're going to cross reference all the all the names. The only thing is, if you have the same name as a sex offender, you're going to prove that you're not. That's not. <laughs> yeah. You. Well, I think the way it works is by address. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and, that's true uh, too. I was reading the story a little. I guess in in New York, it's not the same in all states. Sex offenders ha- are are required by law to register every screen name and email address that they own. Yeah. So. um you know, and then those screen names and email addresses go on a ban list. Yeah, and uh, I guess earlier this month, a 19-year-old uh, m- uh, man uh, pled guilty to sexual abuse to a 10-year-old boy he met online on Xbox Live. Wow! So, I mean, if they're cracking down on shit like that, and that's one way they can do it, then I don't know. I'm, I have mixed feelings about this. Uh, I understand why they're doing. I it. I don't. I, I well, I was gonna say I understand why they're doing it, but I just feel sorry for those. I mean, you feel sorry for sex offenders. There's, there's <laughs> a lot of sex offenders who, you know, you have so many ranges of of sex offenders. From, well, I, I see what you're saying. You're talking about like someone who say, guy who was 18 and his girlfriend was 17 or 16, 16 and yeah. and and then the parents didn't like the guy, so they charged him with exactly. Like, I actually have a friend that's daughter went through that. She was um she had just turned like 18 and her girlfriend of I don't know how many years had was um still like 16 or something like that or 17 and the parents didn't like that 
that her their daughter was a uh, lesbian, so they decided, oh, yeah, we'll throw you in jail and make you a sex offender. Yeah, and she's a sex offender for life now, and, you know, she... I think she beat it, but, yeah, I, Bob, it, I see what you're yeah. saying, but still. That's all I mean. Of course, anybody, you know, I'm not defending sex offenders, shoot. I mean, it, I, I don't know. For me, I think it makes sense. I mean, um, other states have them even, like, posts that they... They do. They have them do a lot. Like they'll have to put like signs on their car that they're a sex offender. <laughs> wow, I never heard of that. All one. this other stuff. Um, I mean, you know, I, there's that gray area where you're, you're like, oh, well, maybe I did, maybe I didn't. You know, like if you're like the scenarios you guys are saying. But I mean, overall, it's I doubt that like 90 percent of all the sexual offenders are in that gray area. It's probably like, oh no, that's what I, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm sorry for those that it, you know. It makes sense too. I mean, <laughs> heck, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, but I understand. Oh, wow. I understand. I understand what they're doing. There's like a legit case. I don't want to. I don't even want to play with them anyway. Even if it's, you know, even though they're not going to abuse me or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, I, I understand. I understand. I mean, I, I understand the law. It's just kind of kind of crazy. And then you know, you know, what's going to be weird. Is there's going to be that one kid in the like that like uh, lives in New York that plays like video games online, and he's like. Why is my like friends list just randomly all? T- <laughs> I had a bunch of people on here. And just, they're gone. They oh, all said I was bad. cool and wanted to hang out, and now I have no more friends because my whole friends list is empty. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> anyway, all right. Next story. So, I still have, good thing I still have the email addresses they sent me. <laughs> yeah, I know, huh? When they uh, actually send pictures. <laughs> so Google's in the process of um, starting up some. Uh, new ways of of getting content out there, like um, shows, like, you know. Um, Basically, Google has contacted some big names in the industry and uh, basically told them, hey, we'll give you money, we'll supply, you know, the supplies and money to you, and you make a YouTube channel that's basically TV shows. Because Google has a feeling that um, the wave of the future is online opposed to cable TV. Um, so basically the two people that I, I heard about today, and uh, both of them were announced this week, So and they've actually been open. I, so you can just Google them, or I'll have links to them in the show notes. Uh, the first one's Felicia Day, and her, her network, her YouTube network, is called Geek and Sundry. Um, and they, I guess basically what her take is is she just got things that she wanted to do um and things that her friends wanted to do and got together and made shows about it one of them is like a book club where each week they read a book or you know talk about a book and you know you're supposed to read it or whatever um a lot of nerdy stuff too uh the other one's chris hardwick who was on g4 um for four years and you know uh, what's the name of that show um uh it was the internet uh Oh, um, talk soup? No, that's uh, no web soup. Web soup. There you go. Yeah, yeah. He he was the host of Web Soup for four years or whatever. Um, but yeah, so he's doing this now. He has one. It's called the Nerdist. Um, you, you could just Google him. I'm sure that they'll they'll turn up. Especially right now, because like I said, this this week um, is basically when they started up. And yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, basically, and and what's cool about it is. Um, Felicia Day was interviewed, and she basically said that Google gives is giving her full reign. All they do is supply the money, like you know, and expect results. They don't tell her what to do, what subjects. So basically, she's in charge of the network. It's like she's the network head. 
So I think it's pretty cool because um, you know it could it could it could do a lot for that kind of stuff. And of yeah. course, you know, Google owns YouTube, so it's not like they have to pay too much for all that part of it. So yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. Um, I haven't checked out any of the shows yet. I'm going to, and I'll probably have more about it next week. Yeah, well, it's cool. interesting. Just uh, Google getting into the media. Yeah, yeah. Range of things. Yep. Well, uh, Prada has uh, new models from Final Fantasy Thirteen Two. Wow. Men's Fashion Magazine will have a spread on, uh, of Lightning, Noel, Snow, Zaz, and Hope in casual attire like silk shirts and slacks. Okay, so these are models that look like the characters. Is that what it is? From what I read, it was they were it was like the characters themselves, like rendered, like rendered. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I hope they have a fancy pair of like gloves for snow. I knew you were gonna say that too. <laughs> All snow is like just a straight hand model, yeah. and, 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 and and the skull caps. You gotta do the beanies and shit too. And like they actually, they better have one where he's like he's holding a fist and like leaning down, but all they show in the, the picture is just his, the top of his head and his, his fist. Yeah, and they better have a they better have a suit suit for the Pikachu. I mean the Pikachu the uh, char- uh, what the heck, man? What the uh, Chocobo? Sorry. I almost said Charmander after I said Pikachu. What the heck's up with Pokemon in my head? Anyway, well, that's interesting. That'll be so. It's actually going to be in the magazine, though. Yeah, I might have to pick up that magazine. I don't know where I'd get one, but interesting, interesting. So, um, if if you've been following news, video game news at all in the last uh, month or so, you'll you'll know all about the Mass Effect Three ending controversy. Uh, oh. And me and me and Frank basically are in agreement since we both beat it. We're in agreement that yeah, it wasn't the best ending, but it wasn't as bad as everyone's making it out to be. Um, well, I, I actually Bioware came out this morning, which is uh, Thursday, and said what their plans are. Um, basically, they're going to come out with a free DLC sometime in the summer, um, and they're calling it the extended cut. And basically, it adds to the ending of the game. It adds additional cutscenes and basically more information about what exactly each ending is and why and why – kind of like backing up why they chose to end the game the way they did. Um, and I really think this is cool. I really think that this is the best way to go about it. Um, so I'm going to read a few of the things they said about it on their blog. Um, basically, this is for fans who want more clo- closure in the Mass Effect 3. And it will add DLC that extends extended scenes and additional context and deeper insight into the conclusion of Master or Commander Shepard's journey. And they're saying, is it going to be more or different endings? No, they're not going to do anything like that because they feel that uh, the artistic integrity would be kind of comp- uh, compromised if they did that. And uh, let's see what else. When will it be available? Summer. And then they when they asked why they're going to be releasing this, they said that. Although they wanted to keep to the uh, what what the writers originally wanted, they also understand that the way it ended was uh, not well received, and they wanted to kind of the best of both worlds, add more to the ending, but also keep it keep it uh, so that the artistic, like I said, the artistic uh, integrity is still there. Um, and then when asked about future DLC, they said yes, but because of 
this uh, extended cut, the DLC is getting pushed back slightly because this is going to be a priority. Uh, just gives um, everybody else something else to bitch about. Yeah, I know, huh? Uh, and then, but the, I wanted to read the end of this post. It says, so there you have it. Are we proud of the game we made and the team that made it? Hell yes. Are we going to change the ending? No. Uh, do we appreciate the passion and listen to the feedback delivered to us by our fans? Very much so, and, and we are responding. And then at the very end, it says summer is coming. So um, I think right. this is the best way they could have done it. What do you think, Frank? I'm thinking a couple of um, the retake Mass Effect 3 um, um, leaders uh, may have just like, uh, I don't know, just break into tears or <laughs> jump off a building. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, because a lot of them wanted like a. I mean, a lot of, some some people even wanted a, you know, the change of the ending. But yeah, um, people did, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's the the main thing I I I notice it's free. Yeah. Because uh, I I was thinking that you know okay say they add like a whole DLC to change it or fix it or whatever. Um, I was just worried it was going to be like a you know four ninety nine to see the real Indian you know, <laughs> and then that would have been like man that that means other games could just put out like shitty Indians and then you know be like hey you want a cool Indian three bucks you know, uh, so unfortunately um, I don't care if it was fifteen bucks I'd probably <laughs> yeah me too but just um, as a but um so I mean it's free I mean it's it's really tough to say it depends what they do because you know people are, didn't like what they did the first time around. I mean, they could just make it elaborate, and even they could still screw it up even more, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it really, really just extend the things that people didn't like. Yeah. But um, I mean, it's a good company. They they have a good shot to to make it, you know, better, uh, and it's free. So I mean, you know, you can't complain. Yeah. Yep. Well, but I know someone will. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people can complain, but uh, they can and will. Damn it. Probably. You know there's going to still be people out there that are like, this isn't a changed ending. We wanted a changed ending. Yeah, and then uh, they'll get like tattooed like tears on their, their face and stuff. So they'll never forget. Yeah, seriously, man. All right, Patrick, you're up. All right, well, uh, Harley Quinn uh, DLC coming to Batman Arkham City. Uh, apparently there's on the, uh, um, on the PlayStation uh, trophies, uh, people notice a bunch of... Uh, trophies that they couldn't unlock and they looked and it all dealt with like Harley Quinn oh, and yeah. so now that they, they, they're, they're already talking about how there's some Harley Quinn DLC coming out soon oh okay cool um do you know is that's all there is basically yeah that's basically it. they didn't say um like when it was coming out or anything like that so it's like a it's it's like a unconfirmed unconfirmed but pretty much for sure yeah, cool, cool. Uh, well, speaking about rumors, you know, and and we've been talking about a lot of rumors this year with uh, the PlayStation Four and the Xbox Seven Twenty, for lack of better terms. Uh, and you know, I've always said I don't like talking about rumors too much, but you know, Nintendo's really good at keeping their their secrets. So when a, when a rumor comes out about Nintendo itself, um, it's usually pretty credible. So. Um, I wanted to let everyone know that uh, the Wii U, a, a very popular um, retail chain, uh, an email from Nintendo to them leaked saying that the Wii U will release on September 18th. Now, that's in Japan, 
but from what I understand, it's either going to be on or around the same day in America this year, or this time around. So uh, I would expect the Wii U out before Christmas in America, that's for sure. Cool, cool. Whether it'll do any good, I don't know. I mean, I'm still on the fence about it right now. Yeah. Um, real quick, uh, I was double-checking that story I had about the Final Fantasy and the Prada. Uh-huh. Uh, I guess the na- I guess I missed the name of the magazine. I thought the magazine's magazine's name was Men's Fashion. Uh huh. Apparently, it's Arena uh, Home Homey. Uh, uh, see how H O M M E. I don't know how you would say that exactly. Home. Arena yeah. Home. Yeah. Home. Arena Home. Just Home. I don't yeah. Know that. Or home. An extra M. So, uh, yeah. But that's the name of the <laughs> the magazine that'll be coming out in. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh. Okay. So let me move on to my next story. Um. EA wins uh, worst company in America. Two uh, two hundred fifty thousand voters cast for the Golden Poo Trophy. <laughs> it was voted on uh, Consumerist dot com, um, and like it, I went to the uh, to the link to the well, I, I have the link to the story in the show notes, but like it, underneath that, you find the source for that one for Consumer dot com, uh-huh. and like, there, you can see you can kind of see some of the uh, companies in the background. And then, but there's a big achievement in the middle with it says E with a with a poo sign. It looks like the EA sign. Oh, it says yeah. achievement unlocked. Win the two, 2012 Golden Poo. <laughs> uh, so, uh, do you know offhand? Um, I know you didn't write it down. Do you know offhand some of the other companies that? Uh... From what I'm, I, like I said, I didn't I didn't even know about this was going on until afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I'm kind of looking from I, like I said, they have a big the big achievement sign right in the front, so I can't see all the companies. But um, I see Bank of America, Chase, AT&T, Verizon, UPS, Sally Mae, Ticketmaster. So there was a bunch of different kinds of companies in this. PayPal, Comcast, the post office. So I guess it was a it was a bracket-based thing. Yeah, I guess it came down to uh, Bank of America and EA. Wow. And EA it had 64 point. Three uh, percent of the votes, and Bank of America had thirty-five point ninety-seven percent. That's crazy. I, I mean, I don't. That's crazy. Well, you know, they were. Uh, they actually had a. I. I uh, I'm not, not. Can't recall exactly who it was from EA, but uh, uh, I think it was one of their spokes uh, people. But uh, they were quoted as. Um, well, actually, there's actually a lot of assumption that. Um, a lot of the votes came due to the Mass Effect thing, actually. Oh, okay, that um, kind of makes sense. They, they they do have a lot of other uh, things where people are mad about the DRM and, um, you know, like the where you, you know certain games where you have to play online. Yeah. And they said they had complaints about customer service and different other things. Um, you know, EA isn't been they've had like bad news <laughs> here and there yeah. for like the last couple of years um but um they were thinking that the mass effect uh, groups that um are upset about the ending actually uh kind of rally a lot of people to go crazy on the voting on for uh, ea yeah um e- oh, go ahead oh and the but the one quote from the spokesperson was um yeah he, he said um he said uh he's like i i I can't recall exactly what it was, but he said something about, um, uh, he said, like, he said everyone could keep hating us, but um, uh, meanwhile, there's, like, BP and AIG and British Petroleum, well, BP, 
Um, he's like, he's like, there's all these other companies. Uh, well, did you have the quote actually, Patrick? Yeah, I have it right here. It says, we're yeah, sure that uh, British Petroleum uh, AIG, Philip Morris, and uh, Hill Burton are all relieved that they weren't nominated this year. We're going to continue making award-winning games and service played by more than 300 million people worldwide. Yeah. And it, so, yeah. But it also says EA beat out Sony, Best Buy, Comcast, and Walmart on their way to the final. <laughs> wow, yeah. Yeah, I, I was reading some of the comments of the people who left it on, on the, the consumerist website. Everyone's like, yeah, this is basically because of, uh, um, you know, basically all the people who are upset, like like Frank just said, basically rallied together the internet to get them voted. That's funny. Everybody, even in the comments, they're like, well, this doesn't make sense. Uh, 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 so I've seen a couple of them. Is EA really that big of a company? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and like, they're all like, well, Bank of America is a much worse company. How can EA? And then they're like, a video game company is the worst company? I've, I've heard it all kind of thing. That's funny. <laughs> well, anyway. Uh, so moving on to the next story. Uh, I have a, just Skyrim 1.5 that I talked about last week. It hits consoles today. So if uh, you're playing on the PSN or, or PSN, PS3 or the 360, go check that out. And Frank has some more Skyrim news. Yeah, recently um, uh, Pete Hines, the VP of PR and marketing for Bethesda, he actually tweeted that there's going to be some cool news and surprises for Skyrim and Rage fans coming in April. Um, everyone kind of believes that it's basically going to be either DLC or a DLC announcement. Likely an announcement as um, I believe they were actually waiting for the completion of Skyrim, just the main game, you know, through all those uh, uh, updates. They, they, you know, they actually wanted that game to be stable before they did any DLC. Which makes so now sense, that, yeah. So now that 1.5 is coming out, um, maybe they, this is the point where they consider themselves stable, or maybe after 1.6, so... Yeah. Um, um, you know, considering that now that they see it as a time to release or at least start DLC, um, it could be the case of I, I kind of think it's gonna likely more likely going to be an announcement. With Rage, though, it actually might be an actual release, uh, well, announcement and, and release within April. Um, one other thing too is uh, this is actually a little bit of an old st- story, but it actually kind of links with the Skyrim DLC. Is uh, a lot of people on the PC have actually found that the um, the, I believe it's a. Uh, I don't know about Seal I didn't play the game too long, but I know Morrowind's like a whole continent, pretty much, a whole country or or whatnot. Well, they're they're all uh they're all on the same land, but yeah uh, yeah but yeah they're so they're a country huge. so like a country yeah yeah, yeah. and Seal um, the same way it's huge. Yeah, so basically, um, a lot of people on the PC have found that um, Morrowind and Seal the whole entire maps for those uh, locations are actually already in the game files for Skyrim. Yeah. Um, so, you know, what's going with the DLC and whatnot, um, there could be a possibility that um, those maps are actually utilized for DLC, which would be crazy since they're huge maps, you know. Yeah. There's you wanna, so much potential there. Uh, do you want to – a funny little side note. Um, I remember reading about this. The The first person who actually found out that these were in the uh, in the game – was someone yeah. who hacked the uh, his 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 file for uh, the PC and yeah. took the draw distance out, so the clouds and stuff. So basically, yeah. he made it to where his character could see as far as possible, 
And often, often he got to the highest point and looked over the mountain, and there was uh, one of the – I don't remember which of the two it was, but there it was, and it was like – and at first <laughs> – and then so like then after, after he took that screenshot, people actually started looking for him in the f- game files and found him. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, you, developers always do these things where they'll like make stuff and not take it out. So it could even be just um, maybe even just a graphics test where they were just trying to see what it would look like. Yep. Doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be used, but you know, it's there. So I mean, it's kind of interesting that you know, if, yeah, you know, the DLC is around the corner that that might be a potential for it. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. All right, so that's it for news, but uh, I have some media to talk about this week, um, and I suggest you guys, you both of you, check, check these out, uh, the first two anyway. Do I have uh, to? No, you don't have to. Uh, the first Woo-hoo. one is, is a, a college humor video, um, and if you know what college humor is, it, they do basically funny YouTube videos. Um, yeah. You know, all kinds. Uh, I think, wasn't college humor the one that did that Street, street Fighter, the later years one? Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so the first the, the one I, I watch is called Skyrim Hoarders, and it's a live action video, and it's basically um, just like this TV show Hoarders, only it's Skyrim. You walk into the uh, you know the Dragonborn's uh, a house, and there's like tons of axes and and swords, and then he <laughs> and Lydia's in it, and she's like, "Why do you need this?" He goes, "I need that just in case I decide to dual wield." Uh, and at one point. Uh, they they're like oh and there was a, a shocking discovery and it's like a whole pile of poop and he's like well it's good for po- potion making <laughs> so uh, yeah it's about five minutes long it's pretty funny uh, definitely check that out the other thing is uh, um, Google Maps um, made played an April Fool's joke and uh, said they're putting out putting out a new product. That was, um, uh, they decided that, you know, Google Maps is on everything now. It's on your smartphone, it's on your tablet, it's on your computer. It's even on some um, uh, other devices. But one untapped device is the uh, NES. So they basically made an 8-bit version of Google Maps, and this is a trailer for it, and it's pretty hilarious. Um, It actually looks really cool if if you like the old-school role-playing games. uh, Then I definitely suggest checking that one out. And the third and final video this week is um, a documentary actually and um, I actually found out after I watched it, it's part of a series of uh, video game documentaries on YouTube. Um, This particular one is a documentary on the beginning of RPGs and uh, it's about 35 minutes long and um, I'm trying to find the name of the series while we uh, while I'm still sitting here but Oh, uh, 16-bit gems. Um, you can either – I'm sure you could Google 16-bit gems YouTube and find their whole channel or just uh, go to our our show notes and find that. Uh, it's really cool if, if you like if you like the early RPGs. And I'm talking about um, up until about the Super Nintendo age. Uh, it's, it's really cool how to hear how they started and how far back they go. Um, believe it or not, uh, I didn't know this. RPGs uh, – yeah, RPGs go back to America, actually. I thought they were uh, originated in Japan. But um, PC RPGs came out before anything else. And it's pretty cool. It's Like I said, it's about 35 minutes long. And I guess uh, the next episode after that one was also on RPGs. So definitely check that out. Yep. 
All right. And to finish off this week, we have Frank with uh, the versus um, results and other versus info. Yeah. So um, um, pretty much now concludes uh, the voting for week one um, where we had uh, Pikachu face off against Batman. And the results are <laughs> Pikachu, 46%. Batman, 54%. And it was a close voting. It it came down to the last couple minutes. Yeah. Um, um, go ahead. Oh, well, we we had um, Pikachu leading for pretty much most of it, but not by a lot, like by a couple votes. But for like the last like three or four days, he was like leading by like one or two votes. Um, and then yeah, within the last probably like couple hours, uh, there was this. Uh, bit of a batman push but there was you know there was pikachu votes still coming too um but uh that last push was just enough to push batman up but um, let's be serious batman would whoop pikachu's ass his suit's insulated so he can't get electrocuted (laughs) well no no he would have him him as a pet in the bat cave know what i was saying because you know i know like batman i'm sure he has like a suit i mean he has a space suit i'm sure he had an electric suit too but um, uh, I was just thinking, uh, if he prepared for the fight, I think he could do it. But if it was just out of the blue, like Batman was in his outfit, like walking down the street, and then you know, <laughs> fight time, like he's like, oh, well, where's my electricity suit with the oxygen mask? And it's like, no, it's not. It's, you don't have it on you. Yeah. But that's yeah. the only reason I thought why maybe Pikachu. Why well, I. I, I you know, I, I was leaning Pikachu. Yeah, I actually I, I voted Pikachu myself. Um, it's kind of interesting to note that uh, there was actually Batman. There was actually <laughs> a uh, long period during this voting that the voting was tied fifty percent. So um, yeah, it's it's it. Thank you everyone for voting. Voting, we like I said, we got more, a lot more people than we thought we would. Um, and the next one will go up tonight. So Frank, let's talk about that. Oh, actually, sorry second uh tonight actually we're, we're gonna put up the the voting for sorry we're gonna actually tonight we're gonna put up the poll for uh week two and we're actually gonna have sub-zero and cloud strife as uh the opponents fight uh, yeah yeah <laughs> um just to go over uh, the who we have this week um sub-zero he basically he de- debuted in 1992 uh in the game mortal kombat He's been pretty much a staple in all the Mortal Kombat's. I, I can't think of one where he wasn't in it. No, I think in, he was in all of them. I, I think, think he, didn't he even have his own game? Yep. Yeah. Spinoff. Yeah. And yeah, he was. He should have been in all of them. I think so. Yeah. The yeah. only other one I can think that he might not have been in was I think it was five because Frost was in it. But I'm pretty. I think he was in that one too. I mean. Yeah. Uh, I mean, heck, there's a few games where there's multiple versions of Sub-Zero in the one yeah. game. <laughs> so um, he's pretty much been a staple in that, that whole franchise. Um, he's one of the main uh, you know, characters in that. Um, now, are we talking about the original Sub-Zero or, or the Sub-Zero now? What's the major Sub- difference? Well, the for original Sub-Zero dies and becomes New Sabat. Oh, really? Yes. I did not know that. But don't we're they have pretty much the same power? on Noob Sabat, though. What's that? We're not, we're, <laughs> so I said it's not voting for Noob Sabat, though. Well, but, don't um, they have basically the same powers, Pat? Well, 
they change. Well, now when he becomes new Sabat, but we'll just no, say I, okay, we'll just say Sub Zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's not make it complicated. But what about when he was a younger kid and his name was, um, you know, Fred? Well, when he's new Sabat, he's pretty much like a Shadow Age <laughs> creature, and and um, and he doesn't even use ice powers anymore. Yeah, yeah. So, well, yeah, we're just going not that for Sub Zero, but there is there is uh, different iterations of him. I mean, um. I guess for the the vote, for the sake of the vote, you could go with whatever one you want. Um, he's been in the the franchise for a long time. He's had the the he's had, sometimes he's used weapons. He sometimes he's you know didn't have a mask. <laughs> you know sometimes he did have a mask. Yeah, you know. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, he has the power to freeze. He has the power to create like um, ice boulders and drop them on you. Ice spikes. He can. Um, he has the ice slide. Which is <laughs> just for fun. That's for the parties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a grandmaster, uh, and he's he's well experienced in combat. And and yeah, and going over him again, he's um he's basically a ninja and he's actually a cryomancer, which is um um an ancient race of people that possess power to generate and control ice. Uh which is kinda I mean those guys like must really they probably never invented the refrigerator, man. Like <laughs> they don't just, need it. <laughs> that's just two they're hands. Like, hey, they're like the ice box is getting kind of warm and he's just like, Hold on. <laughs> you know what'd be kinda of bummer though, is if you were like a cryomancer, you know? Uh like yeah. Sub Zero in, in modern day he's like amazing because it's like, wow, he shoots ice, he does all this and everything. But if you're a cryomancer, it's like, ah, every, everyone could do this. It's like, eh. <laughs> it's like that's true, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But um like I was saying, he's used blades before. He's used um, an ice scepter and a quarry blade. Uh, I believe he relied a bit more on weapons in his single-player game. Uh, yeah, be, well, that makes sense. But um, yeah, I it do, was like more like when he was first like learning and stuff like that. If I remember right, I could yeah. be wrong. It was a long time ago. It was like on the PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I know um, uh, in some of the more recent versions of the games, they'll have where like they'll whip out a weapon or something real quick. But it's not yeah. like all he uses. Um, but yeah, so I mean, you know, he's also uh, been in a movie and whatnot, so yeah. <laughs> and then uh, for Cl- Cloud Strife, he debuted in debuted in um, 1997 in Final Fantasy VII. He's also appeared in. I was going through him. He's probably had about 10 or 15 or so. Yep. Brief, but appearances in in several SquareSoft and Square Enix games. Yep. Um, I believe the major one is Kingdom Hearts. He was in. Yep. He was in both of them. Yeah, yeah, and of course he was in the... Uh, Elite, well, he could have been in all the other DS ones. I never played the DS ones, but like the, yeah. ma- the main titles, Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, he was in both as an ally to Sora. Yeah, and he's also, I mean, you know, like when, when I say brief, he's had really, really, really brief appearances as in uh, Final Fantasy Tactics. He's like a secret character. Oh, that's right. I think he only has like one or two lines of dialogue, but he joins your team and he has the picture and everything. And his name's Cloud. Yeah. It's not like a big story thing. I th- I think when you recruit him, he has like one or two sentences and then that's yeah, it. <laughs> it's just an Easter egg, basically. Yeah. Um, I guess his his other major appearance would be in Dissidia, which is the Final Fantasy yeah. fighting game, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, overall he's had quite quite a few uh, appearances, and he's also appeared in the Final Fantasy uh, movie. Um, oh, was he? I was I was going to ask that. Cause I never seen it. Final Fantasy. Oh no, not, not in um, 
What's it called? Uh, what's the name of it? Spirits Mike? Within? No, not that one. No, no, not that one. Oh, okay. Advent Children. Advent Children, yeah. Um, and so, I mean, yeah, and as far as for his uh, combat you know, abilities, uh, he typically uses a weapon, uh, just his broadsword. Uh, he is technically capable of magic, but it's probably not what he leans on. Yeah. It's more of a technical ability. I think for for this, uh, uh, just strength. for me, um, in my head, for this kind of thing, assume he has uh, basic fire, ice, water spells, and a basic healing spell. That's what I would say. Yeah. I mean, you know. Oh, yeah, I forgot to say one thing about Sub-Zero. He can also tele- do a small teleport with his oh, uh, ice. That's true. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. so um, it's backwards. <laughs> and he can make ice statues of himself on on demand. Which <laughs> if you, which if his enemy touches, <laughs> will freeze them too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And they're also his best friends. He never had <laughs> he never had an imaginary best friend. He just had an ice just, best friend. Yeah, he just backflips like four times, and he has like four 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 <laughs> best friends. <laughs> but um. He can only yeah. do one at a time, otherwise he freezes himself. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but, uh, uh, so, yeah, I mean, for Cloud, I mean, you know, he has general magic. I mean, probably for the purpose of the, the voting, I mean, you could assume that, you know, he's not going to probably, like, summon. jump in, like, level 99 with he's Ultima. Not summon Knights of, Knights of the Round? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But, yeah, so that's uh, basically the poll we're going to open up for week two, and it'll be the same as uh, last week. Um, basically, this uh, poll will be open until our next podcast. Yep. Which uh, will be right around uh, – four. the poll closed right around 4 p.m. on the uh, April 12th. Yeah. Um, and I'll ha- have reminders up on Facebook and Twitter. And that's 4 p.m. Pacific time. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I forgot it was specific time. Yeah. All right, Sub Zero. Um, yeah, is that it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking forward uh, to the um, votes uh, again. We were like uh, pretty uh, pleased with the amount of turnout we had yeah, for a week. Definitely. Well, I also uh, sported this out on when we were on Nerdgasm Network, so. Oh yeah, <laughs> that might have helped too. Um, yeah. So yeah, thank you everyone for voting. Keep voting. We hope to get more votes each week. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Sound like you were drooling. <laughs> Me? Oh, fuck everybody. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, that's it for this week. Uh, we have our plugs. I'd like to thank Nerdgasm Network, as always, at nerdgasmnetwork.com. Troy at extraplay.info. Super Budget Brothers at superbudgetbrothers.com. Uh, Jeff over at RPG Weekly at rpgweekly.com. And the No Quarters Podcast at noquarters.net. And Hello, as- No Quarters. As for us, you can find us at kvgtpodcast.com. You can uh, email us at kvgt04 at gmail.com. There you go. Facebook.com slash kvgtpodcast. Hell yeah. Find us on Twitter at kvgtpodcast. You can find me on Twitter at uh, kvgtjeremy. And Patrick is at... Big Solo 64 And that's about at, it. Yeah. At Big Solo 64 yeah. And uh, as always, if you want to get a hold of Frank, you can email him at our at our show's page, our show's uh, email. You know, if or all you got to do is go around and give ten people respect knuckles in a row, and he'll know. 
He'll, he just appears. And he will contact you. Yeah. I, yeah, uh, I will call you. Somehow. <laughs> somehow. Even if you don't have a phone, I'll, I'll, I'll know the nearest pay phone. He's kind of like he's kind of like Santa Claus getting in without a um, fireplace, you know. It's kind of creepy, actually. He finds a way. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.